Think about where you are right now. Might seem scary. I was scared as hell up there. Might seem impossible. It seemed impossible to me. Your other options might really, 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 really suck right now. You might be choosing between two or three bad or seemingly bad options. You might be choosing between two or three seemingly really, really, really uncomfortable options. And you got to choose one of them. So choose the one that's going to get you to the bottom of the hill. Choose the one that's going to get your results. Choose the one that's going to build you quickly. Choose the one that's going to thrust you to a new level. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where today I am grateful for, you know what? I'm grateful for having like lifelong, really good friends. I have so many different sets, like different categories of friends. And one of the groups I have are just like these lifelong ride or die has been friends for ages, right? And we do this annual guys snowboarding trip together. I guess a couple of them ski, but most of us snowboard. And I'm on that trip right now and I'm just having the time of my life. I've been having so much fun. But the part I appreciate the most, hence the gratitude, is knowing that you've got this group of ride or dies that you can count on in any aspect of life, really. So that's my gratitude today. And if you're new to the show, you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I start every show with gratitude just so I can remind you to also build that muscle because I'm a firm believer that you've got more than you ever stop to acknowledge. And the problem is when you don't stop to acknowledge what you have, then all you focus on is what you're missing. And you're gonna spend the rest of your life forgetting just how abundant and and how ready and how well-equipped you actually are if you took inventory of what you're grateful for. So that's why I kick off the show that way. Now, we might as well make this show about this trip and not this trip in particular, but one of the very first times that we ever took this trip together. It's kind of a funny story and there's a really good lesson that applies to your life and your business out of that story. So let me set it up for you a little bit. Today, you know, as I record this, I'm a pretty damn good snowboarder. Like I feel really comfortable in any situation on the hill. I love it. I didn't get to go snowboarding last year. Weird anomaly in my schedule. And I hated it because normally I'll get to go on like four really good snowboard trips a year, three or four of them. And so at this point in my life, it's become something that I can't live without. And I started doing it because Lori grew up being an incredible snow. I'm talking like tricks on half pipes type of snowboarder. And I knew it was a really important part of her life when I met her. Remember, we met in our early 20s, so a long, long time ago. And I knew it was a really important part of her life when I met her, but I didn't snowboard when I met her. I didn't ski when I met her. I didn't do those things. Like I just never made it a priority to learn how to do them. So we spent the first good chunk of our marriage with her not going on snowboard trips, even though she loved them. So the problem was, I was like, oh man, I don't want to rob her of this joy. So I decided when I was like in my late 30s that I was going to learn how to snowboard so that we could go on these trips and she could put this thing that she loves back in her life. So sure enough, you know, Lori and I book a a snowboarding trip and 
she gives me some lessons. She's a really good teacher, but learning from your spouse is always a bad idea because your ego kicks in and your frustration kicks in and just turns into a great big fight, right? So we spend a snowboarding trip with me kind of learning, but also fighting a lot. And that's not what this episode's about, but that was the beginning to my snowboarding. So I had some very basic skills, if you will. One two-day trip and that was it. And if you've ever learned how to snowboard, especially when you're learning as an adult, the problem is all you think about is like, oh, I can't break my wrist. Oh, I can't do this to my ankle or whatever it might be because you're worried like, oh, I've got all this schedule. I've got all these things I got to do. I'm an adult and I can't afford any time off with a broken this or a broken that. So you really get in your head if you're really late in life. So remember, this is approximately maybe eight years ago. I'm just learning how to snowboard. I'm in my upper 30s. And so I've got one trip under my belt. The lessons went, eh, okay, but I definitely was not a good snowboarder yet. And this group of guys is like, hey, let's make our next guy's trip a snowboarding trip. It's like, oh God, I don't know. You guys are all really good. I'm not very good. I've only been once with Lori. It didn't go so great, but what the heck, it sounds fun. So about eight years ago, I go on our first guy's snowboarding trip. Now we went to, I think it's called North Star in Lake Tahoe. I think that's the name of the hill called North Star. And pretty good hill, but some pretty tall mountainous runs, obviously, especially for a, a new person. And I had a lot of anxiety around it because, again, this group of guys, they were all really good. They've all been snowboarding forever or skiing forever. So I told them, listen, I'm not going on this thing unless you guys promise me, like, you'll do some easy hills with me and, and kind of continue to teach me and kind of show me what to do. And like, oh, we, man, we promise. Like, we won't do that to you. We're not going to put you in any situation you can't handle. Like, seriously, you got to trust us. So I'm sure you can see where this is going. On our first day of our guy's snowboarding trip, remember, this is only my second time ever in my life doing this. We're, you know, in Lake Tahoe on the mountains. And they're like, let's start out with like an easy hill, just so we can all get warmed up, no problem. And I think it was like a, a green or whatever. And it really wasn't that bad. I fell a couple times going down it, maybe three, four times. But I was like, okay, you know, I can handle this or maybe something even slightly more aggressive than this. I just kind of fall my way down the hill, no big deal. And I, I know I'll get better by doing that. So they're like, all right, we're going on this next run. I promise, you know, it might be a little bit more aggressive for you, Chris, but we're not going to put you on a run that we don't think you can handle. Now, keep in mind, I don't think any of these guys had actually snowboarded here before. So there's the problem, number one. I was trusting guys <laughs> giving me advice that had never been on this hill before. But, you know, they assumed, you know, one blue rated hill is the same as another blue rated hill or one black diamond hill is the same as another black diamond hill. So I'm like, guys, I don't know, man, like, look at this chairlift. This thing looks a little aggressive. This looks kind of scary. Like I'm panicking. Like I've got anxiety. I'm like low key panicking inside. I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm ready for this. They're like, no, no, I swear this is going to be a great hill for you. It's no problem. So they talk me into it. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I get on the chairlift and I'm already like straight freaked out, I'm like heart pounding. Like this is the worst idea. The chairlift is going up and up and up. And like one of these, holy crap, I can't believe how long this chairlift ride is. And I can't believe how high we are right now type of moments. And again, this is only my second time doing this. So we get to the top and I'm like, you got to be out of your effing minds. And I'm angry, like physically angry at them. I'm like, you guys, look where we freaking are. And it was a black diamond, right? But it was like a supposedly this mild black diamond. It's like, no, it says it's really gradual. It's really easy. It's like a blue anywhere else kind of a thing. So I'm freaking out. And it's kind of snowy, kind of snowy, kind of windy, not like kind of low visibility, if you will, up there. So they're like, all right, get strapped up. Let's go. And I'm like, all right, you guys better not leave me. And like, dude, we wouldn't do that. All of a sudden, shoom, gone. Like they're on their boards, they're gone. And because it's like low visibility, 
I can't see where they went. Did they go left? Did they go right? Like, because these hills, if you've taken any of these hills, there's all these different passes you can take. They split off left and then they split off right and then they split off left. There's all these forks in the road that you can take. And I'm like, you mother effers. Now I am stuck up here on the top of this mountain on a black diamond run, my second time ever out snowboarding. And I don't know how I'm going to get down. I unstrap my board and I'm pissed off and I'm throwing a fit, like really throwing a fit. I'm like, I hate these mother effers. I can't believe they did this to me. I'm all by myself at the top of this hill with no skill set to get down. At least that's what I think at first. So I have my moment. I have my pissed offness. I have my, I don't know how I'm going to get down this. It's impossible. And I think to myself in this moment, these are real thoughts. I think, okay, what are my choices? I can go get back. I can like crawl my way up the hill because I kind of slid down halfway down the hill at this point. Like, you know, maybe the first 10% of the hill, right? before they left me in their dust. So I'm like 10% downhill. I'm like, I could crawl my way back up this hill, which seemed almost impossible. It's pretty steep. And tuck my ego between my legs, like you know, tail between my legs and get back on the chairlift and ride it down the ride of shame. That's option one. Option two, I can just carry my snowboard and march down this hill. And I'm like, I can't even see the bottom. Like, I bet you I would have to hike down this hill for two hours in the snow, carrying my snowboard. No joke. Or option three, I can strap up and just freaking figure it out. And option three, the first two options seem so crappy that the third crappy option, just strap up and find your way down the hill, dude, seemed like the best option. So after assessing my options, that's what I did. I strapped up and I said, all right, I'm going to fall a million times, but I'm going to find my way down this hill. Now, I fell a million times (laughs) and it hurt and I was pissed off about 30 different times on my way down that hill. But when I got to the bottom, I was already an exponentially better snowboarder. When I got to the bottom, I had an overwhelming pride that like I strapped up and I got to the bottom. When I got to the bottom, I was like, I hate you guys. I don't think I'm ever going to trust you again the rest of my life. Did I mention I hate you guys? I think I said it probably 50 times with all sorts of colorful words in there. But I'm also kind of proud that I just strapped up and found my way down this hill. So what did I do? I went in, I got some cocktails. (laughs) And then I went back out again with those guys. And each run got exponentially better. And by the end of that trip, I was a pretty decent snowboarder. Because when faced with no other option than figuring it out, that's what you're going to do. So think about your life. Think about your business. Think about where you are right now. Might seem scary. I was scared as hell up there. Might seem impossible. It seemed impossible to me. Your other options might really, 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 really suck right now. You might be choosing between two or three bad or seemingly bad options. You might be choosing between two or three seemingly really, really, really uncomfortable options. And you got to choose one of them. So choose the one that's going to get you to the bottom of the hill. Choose the one that's going to get your results. Choose the one that's going to build you quickly. Choose the one that's going to thrust you to a new level like I was when I left that snowboarding trip that weekend, I look back and it was one of the best moments of my life. One of the most frustrating, one of the worst in the moment, but overall, one of the best moments of my life because it gifted me the skill set of snowboarding, something that Lori and I get to do together two, three times a year, every year. And it gifted me this annual trip that we go on traditionally every single year now. And it gifted me so many memories and it gifted me this new sport that I love. I wouldn't have any of that without being stuck at the top of that mountain, those guys leaving me 
in their dust, so to speak, eight years ago and having to find my way down, having to make the best of three very uncomfortable, horrible, crappy choices. So if you're there right now, you're going to be fine if you choose the one that'll give you results. If you're there right now, you're going to be fine if you choose the one that'll get you to the finish line with brand new skill sets, brand new competence, and better options in life. Trust me, strap up and find your way down. It's worth it. Also, if you guys are like, man, this dude's got so many good friends and, and like, well, I don't know if you think they're good friends at this point, but they are, they're lifelong great friends. And you're like, where do you find these people? Because I'm on this trip right now and we're talking business. I just found a new mastermind that I'm going to join from this trip. I found an investor from this trip, a guy that one of these guys knows. Like, I'm telling you, there's so much magic in being with the right people. If you don't have that, you got to come plug into our group. You got to come plug into our, like we have the best network in the world. Now, our dinner series, our first one, when you hear this recording is going to have already taken place but we're hosting another one. We're hosting another one at the very end of May in Southern California, and we're booking an even bigger venue. So that means there's gonna be a handful of spots for you to join our next dinner series, Intentional Networking Group, Advanced Networking Group, if you want to. There won't be a lot of spots, but there'll be a handful of them because this next venue is bigger. So if you want one of those spots, at this point, if you saw on social media, like how freaking dope and effective this thing was, then here's what you got to do to have a chance to get one of those spots when I open them up. Text me the word dinner to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word dinner to 310-421-0416. That'll put you on the early access VIP list. You'll get first dibs on a seat before other people in social media and our general public and our email list and all that stuff get it. So one more time at the end of this episode right now, text me the word dinner to 310-421-0416. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.